0: right on set
1: rolling action. action all right so my name is Sebastian Para, and I'm here with Caitlin Justin. Johnson how are you
0: I am good how are you
1: good so it's been a while <laughs> since we did a review of something but today we're gonna change it up a little bit today we're doing a movie review as opposed to a play review now this is exciting for me because we're both filmmaking majors so I feel like this is more on my play field, more on like what I like to do. Definitely. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit more comfortable with whatever I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> Alright, so what we're basically going to be doing is just like reviewing a different movie every other week. And just having fun with it. I mean, we haven't really uh, read anything online much. Because we want to be just as surprised as you guys to see what's coming. And today's movie review is going to be Moonfall. This movie came out not too long ago.
0: February 4th, 2022 to be exact, on the
1: release date. And this movie is still fresh in our mind. Mm-hmm. So warning, I mean, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking about things that happen in the movie. So if you don't want to have any spoilers of it, you may skip until you see this movie and then come back to the podcast and let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, please watch the movie. I'd love to know what you all think. So now, I feel
1: like many people have different opinions of this movie. Personally, I think I really liked it from the get-go.
0: The trailer, I feel like, demonstrates something different. So when watching the trailer, um, the story is pitched as if this this young scientist has discovered something that nasa um hasn't discovered yet he goes on this crusade to get people to believe him um that the earth is going to be hit by the moon and that the moon is falling into earth's orbit um and it seems more like a serious movie honestly i was going into it thinking (laughs) it was like your run-of-the-mill disaster movie just set in space Mm -hmm. um that is not what happens in the movie. Yes, there is a scientist. He is played by John Bradley. Great actor. I really like yeah. that guy. He was really yeah, fun. Really cool. Um and also in this movie is Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry, and When When You. Uh they were all really great. There's more awesome actors that were in it too, but those are like the main four. Um yeah, no, the trailer I feel like lied to me. But I personally was not disappointed. What what do you think? So I I everyone's seen
1: the trailer like a month ago or so before Mm -hmm. it came out and I still thought that the movie looked really cool Mm -hmm. and then when I went and saw it I I do feel like the movie was different from what the trailer had to show but I still really like I don't know how to explain it like I think while watching the movie many times I thought okay this is the ending Mm -hmm. and then it will end and I will be like okay I see why it didn't end but it could have ended yeah. So I feel like this movie could definitely be a show as opposed to a mm-hmm. movie. And that's why it actually reminds me of a different show that I really like that has kind of a similar uh, aesthetic to it. It's called The 100. And it's basically a show about humanity destroying the Earth and moving on to living in space. And then they come back to Earth years later. Um, so it's obviously a little bit different. But The 100 definitely knew how to take... That approach of we're destroying the Earth Mm -hmm. and we're just going to move on from it. But I feel like the movie didn't do anything wrong. Like I said, many times I felt like it could have ended. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm glad it didn't.
0: Yeah, so I guess for like a brief synopsis that we can give about like sort of the main events. um, It opens up in space uh, with... Patrick Wilson who plays our character Brian and Halle Berry who plays our character Jacinda. They're up in space doing what looks like some repairs. When this sort of I don't know how to describe it like a high tech black cloud sort of crashes into them and kills one of their partners.
1: So how the movie explains that high tech black cloud mm-hmm. is basically your classic Google or Alexa. It's a intelligent assistant. Well that before took we get over. onto that, okay. we
0: should explain conspiracy theory. This whole entire movie developed into a crazy conspiracy theory led by this scientist. This this head scientist, played by John Bradley, is not actually a scientist. It's pretty much actually a conspiracy theorist who believes in... I forget how it was phrased. He
1: believes um, that all planets and satellites, such as the moon and stuff like that, are a holo Mm-hmm. And that there are civilizations, civilizations inside, but not only that they're hollow, but also that they are uh, giant structures.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say civilizations, it's just like a massive internal structure with like just rock over yeah, top. Yeah, so of let it. me
1: so it's pretty much they the humans capture a white star and uh, a white um, uh, how's it called? It's not a white giant, I know that's not the word.
0: I think you might be right about the white star, though. Yeah,
1: it's a white star, yeah. a, a tiny star. Mm-hmm. They capture it around metal that keeps it sustained, and then they cover it in rock. Mm-hmm. So it's like the moon yeah. has metal. The, in the, the whole
0: inside. end of the movie sort of reveals that before us living on Earth, there was this other race of human that was high tech and had mm-hmm. no war, um, and they had their own sort of version of, like, Google or Alexa robotic helpers that grew on their own sense of intelligence and forced the human race to go back in time. Like, they were able to... The old older humans were able to take their DNA and sustain it and create all of us as we are now, but a lot of their structures that they made, such as the moon, still exist. But this sort of Siri-Alexa... Mm-hmm. buffer thing the AI. still exists and is still seeking to destroy the human race um so that's how it stumbles upon earth and decides to attack the moon which will then in turn destroy the earth as it falls and crumbles into Earth's atmosphere
1: okay so let me build up a little bit on that what they said on the movie is that this civilization escaped in their uh, ships trying to find somewhere else that they could settle on Mm -hmm. and then they found the our solar system which was the closest thing to what their solar system looked like and they just built the moon themselves Mm -hmm. and just waited around while the earth was like creating itself so they waited all that long while the earth was in the process of becoming what now is and then they move to the earth
0: mm-hmm. yeah that, that's pretty much how it is and then as far as the main storyline that we're witnessing um brian our astronaut guy who witnessed the attack um was basically let go from nasa because they tried to cover up that previous attack
1: yeah because he didn't see it he did no see did the it. ai
0: and no one believed him neither did jocinda his partner who was on the mission at the time cuz she had passed out. So he's still reeling from seeing this AI. So when this when the scientist guy approaches him being like the moon's just a, a, a structure built by aliens, he's like doesn't really believe it, but NASA has started noticing that the earth that the moon is falling towards the earth. Mm-hmm. Um so it's almost like our conspiracy theorist guy and NASA sort of are realizing it at the exact same time. And instead of, say, like a month or so long yeah. process of the mer- a moon falling, it's in the span of, what, like five like, days?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like five
0: to seven days is what it takes for the moon to just fall into Earth. So there's not enough time. It causes a bunch of natural disasters. People are dying. People are fleeing. And funny
1: enough, it's not even that the NASA didn't believe him. Mm-hmm. They just choose to ignore him. Yeah. Because later on in the movie reveal revealed that... He actually was. He had a camera on his suit.
0: Brian did, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. NASA
1: had the footage of that camera, but it wasn't released to the public. I guess not to make any fear of the moon, which like is
0: understandable. But that thing is also attacking the moon, so you kind of want to know.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they, the NASA knew about this in twenty fourteen when that part was set, and in the versus the present twenty fourteen to now is a lot of time that they could have been doing something about it, but they chose to ignore it. Um, but yeah, so the movie was just like disaster after disaster after disaster. Um, we have little side stories about how Brian's son has grown up to get arrested um, and is stuck in jail during this natural disaster that's happening. And and then his he breaks his son out of jail and... I don't know there's a lot of different side storylines. This um, movie actually
1: has two antagonists: <laughs> mm-hmm. the AI attacking from the moon, making the the moon itself fall, mm-hmm. and the government itself.
0: Which are we really surprised? The government is always the bad guy. Because what the government is
1: doing is trying to do in this movie is, um, uh, what any government nowadays tries to do when anything happens, and it just send missiles. Send, send missiles, blow it missiles. up, get rid
0: of the entire thing. <laughs> the moon is
1: coming, just blow it up.
0: Even though that'll cause a lot of destruction here on Earth as well, they're just like, well, at least I get to survive because I'm safe in my bunker.
1: At least I get to um, use missiles.
0: Exactly. I think exactly. that's how they see. But I, I really don't think missiles would have worked. So anyways, we end up um, traveling to the moon on this... So Brian, Jacinda, and our conspiracy theorist guy end up traveling to the moon on our own. On their own, I mean. Without um, sort of like government approval on the mission. And they decide to travel into the moon discovering everything that we said about the previous alien race. Um, And they manage to destroy the AI from the inside with like this high-tech bomb that they received from the government. Um, And... Yeah.
1: (laughs) The way that they destroyed it is that when they got to the inside of the moon they were trapped into this base that the aliens had made. Well, not the aliens. Our ancestors had made inside the moon and our our ancestors uh, helped us develop these new bombs. It was like upgraded. so It was like level 2 bomb and that's how they were able to do it because their ship was also broken already. Yeah. So it's like, there wasn't anybody in there. It was just, like, mentally there.
0: hmm Exactly, yeah. So the movie ends with sort of, like, those fake deaths that you see a lot. So we end up thinking that the conspiracy theorist guy has now sacrificed his life to what destroy... he did. He did. But his consciousness apparently was scanned by our ancestor's technology, and was now able to live forever inside of the moon's mm. technological structure. And then Brian and he's Jacinda... Really
1: because, I'm now part of the moon. He, yeah, he's part, <laughs> part of the
0: structure. But yeah, our, our, um, our friendly astronaut friends, Brian and Jacinda, get to go back down to Earth, reunite with their families. And it's sort of just like this happy ever after, but obviously, like, Earth has been utterly destroyed mm-hmm. by the gravitational pull of the moon and whatnot. So there's a long way to go, but it ends on sort of like this optimistic ending
1: yeah really. i feel like the ending of this movie should have been similar to the after credit scene from event the first avengers movie
0: when they're eating the shawarma yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly that is kind of that, that makes a lot of sense it makes, I, I kind of wish that too um in my personal opinion the side stories with like um brian's son Having like there's like a little bit of romance, then there's some daddy issues that gets brought up. It makes a lot of sense.
1: Brian's son is in jail.
0: Yeah. I just feel like I didn't really get enough time to really care. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. care that his son got arrested. I don't really care that he's falling in, in love Did with they... Jocinda's babysitter. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just don't really care. But I
1: think what they're trying to do with that is make some kind of motivation for them to do something with their lives. Mm-hmm. So, for example, they needed to get Brian's son out of jail at that exact time. So then Brian's son could take um, Jolinda,
0: Jolinda's? Josinda. Josinda's mm-hmm. son
1: all the way to his father. Because otherwise, there wouldn't be anybody to drive the car out that yeah. way.
0: Like, it makes sense, don't get me wrong. And it's really great that there was more people and very convenient that there's more people. I just feel like if it was a series, we could have cared about them more. Yeah, for They'd sure. And been more concerned about their struggle. Because there's a lot of sequences where where um Brian's son is getting, like, robbed by other people that are just trying to survive and whatnot. And I'm just like, I don't know how much I care. I. Like, you care to an extent. I just feel like it was a very rushed movie overall. It felt like a lot happened. And I do agree, there's many times where I was just like, okay, is the movie over now? Mm -hmm. Or is there something else? But then I was like, wait, there can't be be anything else because of this. But then, oh, I guess we're doing this now. It felt like it kind of went all over the place, but it still overall was a solid story that I was able to follow at the end. Just during it, I think I was a little bit all over the place.
1: So, shall we go into a couple of the... uh... Professional reviews.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Again, so. we have
1: not really read this all that well.
0: So uh, this first one is from Variety, um, and its title is Roland Emmerich's latest serves up a lunar disaster at its most loony. <laughs> um, so they first compare it, it looks like, to Don't Look Up. Um, which I have
1: not seen. Which
0: we also have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> um and so let, let's see here the joke of netflix's recent don't look up is that scientists discover a meteor history straight for earth and even with six months to plan humanity is too skeptical and disorganized to prevent it meanwhile in roland emmerich's latest eye roller moonfall the joke is pretty much flipped everybody's favorite satellite is set to collide with earth and oh a day or so and that's just enough time for two space jockeys to suit up shuttle out and set things right i say joke because moonfall is designed to elicit incredulous laughter as its ludicrous plot snowballs from a high concept the- hypothetical question, what if the mooth mo What if the moon <laughs> suddenly changed course and came crashing toward Earth to increasingly implausible complications on the theme, all while requiring Halle Berry, a NASA acting director Jacinda Fall to keep a straight face as she says things like everything we thought we know about the nature of the universe has gone out the window, like gravity, logic, and how we define good acting.
1: Oh come <laughs> I on. <know.
0: laughs> I thought she was fine. Come but Oh, oh, no. I think they
1: were great I mean this dude is literally from the all of the he's the dude that kills demons come on uh, yeah the conjurer. So,
0: yeah they I totally didn't like acting. it I thought it was great I didn't really notice anything wrong with the acting I guess is a better word for it okay um so now next is from inverse.com. Roland Emmerich's greatest hit collides in a thrilling blast. Yes. Moon follows a Fast and Furious with spaceships instead of cars.
1: Well, Fast and Furious did have a, a car in space in the latest. I they
0: don't need to know that. <laughs> uh, what if two astronauts, one of them the acting director of NASA, and the other divorced dad trying to make th- things right with his kid, dragged a conspiracy theorist to the moon in a rocket ship, Covered in profane graffiti. If you find these hypotheticals even the slightest bit overwhelming to consider, then you might not be ready for Emmerich's latest film. Moonfall takes it so seriously in all the earnest ways the director is known for. The dialogue is absolutely cheesy, and it's easy to imagine Emmerich standing by his actors as their biggest cheerleader on Earth and beyond, championing every ham-fisted line. And yet, while Moonfall is not a comedy, it is one of the first hilarious movies to hit theaters in 2022. I can agree with that. Yeah. I feel like I laughed a lot during
1: this movie. And I think they were going for it, question mark.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: think it didn't mean to be this really serious thing, especially because of the...
0: Conspiracy theory. The cons-
1: the mm-hmm. conspiracy theorist. Yeah. We all thought, like, yes, okay, you discovered that the moon is falling, but you're saying crazy stuff. That ends up being true.
0: Okay, okay, that's why I said in the trailer, I thought it was just your run-of-the-mill disaster movie, that something's just going wrong with the moon, not that it's just this multi-structure created by our... <laughs> alien ancestors Um, but inverse continues in saying moonfall is absurd it's pure nonsense with a dash of sci-fi gibberish added to justify anything witnessed on screen but even though it's the end of the world the characters are having a total blast so it's easy for the audience to have ridiculous fun too humanity might be breaking apart at the scenes but we can still have a good time trying to sort it all out so oddly enough moonfall is blissfully cathartic in its wanton destruction because we can't control anything in other words moonfall is fast and furious with spaceships instead of cars i agree
1: with that yeah i mean i I cannot find any errors in their logic Mm -hmm. it is pretty insane what they're saying but it's well done
0: yeah i agree so next we go over to metacritic so it looks like the score we have as of right now is 4.7 i guess out of five on the review
1: wow um so,
0: it, it seems like there's, like, a mixed thing. I see a lot more negative reviews, um, but it, but it's fine. Um, so, let's read this this one, if it'll let me. Um, by James McMahon. The bad news is that Moonfall isn't a great movie. The good news is that it's hugely enjoyable for most of its running time. That, that <laughs> makes sense. I like that one. Um... I, Sky Gazer says, I was scared to go see this after seeing the initial reviews. Everyone is a hardcore critic picking it apart. Yeah. This was a good movie. Just enjoy it for what it is, Nonstop and enjoyable. There's a few no-way moments, but it is Hollywood sci-fi, not a physics class.
1: It also is a sci-fi true. movie. It's not, trying it's to not be a physics It's <laughs> not a physics class. have research. peer-reviewed.
0: To the people who are criticizing the... Oh, this is by Tony R.S. To the people who are criticizing the acting or the science of the plot, I am sorry, but you just don't get it. This movie was never meant to be some scientifically accurate movie with engaging writing and acting. Yeah, no
1: one criticizes aliens (laughs) for its scientific accuracy. Mm -hmm.
0: Scott Campbell says, Moonfall is every bit as big, loud, and stupid as you'd expect, but Roland Emmerich's latest disaster epic is also an unforgivably dull slog. That's rude. I thought it was nice. I really enjoyed this film.
1: As a filmmaker student myself, I really feel like I want to enjoy movies as if I knew nothing about film. Yeah. And then I can come back and look at them and analyze them a little bit longer to see how they were structured, what kind of picture they used, like mm-hmm. the different shots, which we actually did. We talked about a little bit about the shots that they had.
0: Yeah. I thought it was really good what they did. Yeah, um, and, and I felt like, I don't know. I wasn't too taken aback. i because mean, obviously a lot of the destruction has to happen over a computer, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, I didn't really focus on that part. Cause I think you still, I don't know, even though you knew it was fake, you could still enjoy it for what it was. Movie, yeah, yeah. And it, it, the fakeness of it, like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't done badly yeah. technically at all. So it's and not like it you like could point CGI it out. Or yeah,
1: like.
0: it wasn't, like, glaringly obvious that this was 100% CG just because it sort of blended in with the plot really well. Mm. And wherever they shot it, um, it blended in really nicely with the computer effects as well.
1: And there is some, like, minor drama that is also pretty interesting. Like, there's this yeah. one scene where Brian goes to see the conspiracy theorists in a hotel uh, for the first time they're meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, the second time they're seeing each other in prison. And the scientist almost drowns because there is a big mm-hmm. wave coming and he gets taken by the water and Brian saves him really quick. Mm-hmm. It's so minor and it takes like 10 seconds, but he could have died right there and then yeah. and then the movie's over.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. So I have a few more that I want to read that are on the uh, negative side. So Terminator Fan says, this was pretty darn awful. I can't believe the... Official, in quotes, critics have rated it as high as in the 40s, or 40s. I, I don't know. Interesting enough of a concept, but so poorly executed that I didn't care about the characters. This would have done much better as a mini-series type thing, which is something that yeah. you have said it would have been done better as a mini-series. But I, I do don't agree. Think it was but this that comment bad. from
1: Terminator fan has this guy seen Terminator 3?
0: I mean, (laughs) I guess people can only justify so much. But the last one I'm going to read from Metacritic is from Fantasy, possibly one of the worst sci-fi movies of all time. Basically, Roland mailed it in sealing, sealing lines from his previous movies and just substituting different actors. The acting was subpar, the character development non-existent, as you could care less about a single character. Which, I felt that for a few of them. I did feel, though, that I really cared about our three main characters. Mm-hmm. I was concerned about their family only for their own sake, not necessarily for the family's sake, but I still feel like I cared the about them. And the kid
1: because he was a little kid and... Well, yeah, yeah.
0: whenever there's a ki- like an actual kid involved, like, ah, oh, I feel bad for the kid. Mm-hmm. But I-, I did really feel like I cared about the first three our th- three main characters. Um, the last review that I have is from the org. This is a more negative review, so... Mm-hmm. Pulling pulling the reins here. Review Moonfall is a ridiculous waste of time. With the title Moonfall, little is left to the imagination about what audiences will painfully experience for its two hour and ten minute runtime. Written directed by Roland Emmerich with horrible special effects and poorly done CGI accent sequences, <sighs> documents the hypothetical undoing that could occur if the moon were to literally fall into the earth. Attempting to explain Moonfall should come with an honorary degree. The film is structured horribly and expects viewers to suspend their disbelief to insane lengths to accept the premise of the film. In its simplest form, Moonfall follows Brian Harper, a disgraced astronaut... I don't even have to read that. That's a whole... Anyway.
1: I'll take
0: my degree. (laughs) The plot of Moonfall is both utterly confusing and uninteresting because there's little believable suspense that can be built from this abundantly on-the-nose premise of the moon falling. The audience expects that the moon will crash into Earth and then watches the destruction as the moon crashes into Earth. Emmerich attempts to throw viewers a curveball by introducing the influence of aliens and alien artificial intelligence capability to rationalize why the moon is crashing into Earth. But it comes across as a desperate Hail Mary to maintain viewers' engagement with the lack Lester, national disaster esque premise.
1: Again, suspension of disbelief. When you're watching a sci-fi movie, I think you need to have a lot of suspension of disbelief.
0: Yeah. It's not even suspension of disbelief.
1: Just understand that it's a sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. You're not coming here to see daily day life of people. Mm-hmm.
0: although this this review does go on to say Moonfall does so little to make characters care about the characters that having the primary characters die actually sounds appealing the audience <laughs> knows nothing about the characters and has no reason to care for them when the film does try to rely something of substance about the characters it is delivered in the most heavy handed dialogue
1: for some of them I can't agree with that mm-hmm. totally but like for Brian I feel like I do care about Brian yeah I mean we do know enough about Brian and and. The conspiracy theories.
0: I don't... I feel like we could have learned more about him.
1: Like, There's the conspiracy theorist guy. just the with the mom.
0: Yeah, because the they thing. did a lot of, like, emotional polling by having our our guy go visit his mother who's in a treatment facility, yeah. dealing with what I'm assuming is either, like, dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, but other than that, I can't really say that I had as much of an emotional pull after that yeah. Um, sure. because I was just concerned now for his own safety. I didn't really know much else about him. I learned a lot about Jacinda and Brian because their family was directly involved and they had their own storylines within their family that we were also following. Mm-hmm. With our main guy, because his only family was his mom, who then was sort of taken to a separate facility to be cared for, I sort of lost that with him. Yeah. But yeah. I think that that's on the way that the character was written I don't think, um, I don't know how avoidable that would be, unless we mm-hmm. understood more about his failed science career, because he claims to be this doctor, <laughs> but we don't really actually see what he's done prior, yeah, or to or to even explain his sort of genius that he has.
1: And why um, is he so smart?
0: Exactly. Um, the official rating as of right now, according to Google users, 76% like the movie. Rotten Tomatoes has a 38%. IMDb has a 5.3 out of 10 and apparently they include Facebook ratings, and it got a four point two out of five. So it's wow, overall really made thirty six million dollars at the box office. What is the
1: budget? Thirty six million dollars.
0: Uh, let me look it up. Yeah, I, please do. I would hope that they at least made the money. Maybe, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> the budget was one hundred forty million. So we still have wow. time, okay? It's still February. It's still in
1: theaters. Please go. It's see still it. in
0: theaters why because you want to make sure that Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry get paid
1: <laughs> no they they couldn't have more money than they what True. they have but I do like the movie and I want people <laughs> to have their own opinions about it I think yeah. the reviews right now are really mixed like yeah they are this movie has a lot of mixed reviews and when I say mixed I mean like people hate it or love it
0: or they're just like meh which I sort of feel like that yeah. I sort of feel like the I will see myth. it
1: again I think
0: yeah what would you personally rate it out of five
1: now, out of five clapping boards, I think I'll give this movie a 3.5 clapping boards out of five.
0: I can agree with that. I think I would do the yeah. same thing.
1: Because I feel like it's not a... Th- I think it's better than a three, mm-hmm. but definitely not a four.
0: And I don't think it's a two. I, I And I would say that because I still felt engaged the entire time. Mm-hmm. I still was invested in the plot, even though some of the characters lacked that investment for me. Um, I think if this ever was turned into a, like a mini series, I would really enjoy it um, mm-hmm. because of how many different ways you could present all the minor characters. They make. Be we meet to so many them. minor characters that are only in there for maybe like a scene. Yeah,
1: like the mom or the husband, or
0: the there's these two statistical analysis guys working at NASA that are conspiracy theorists. Doctor who's yes. with who are those guys and did they die because i don't know if they actually made it out alive and Also,
1: the other conspiracy theorists that were with
0: with them yeah like i feel like it moves so quickly that you just sort of like left behind other characters and can just assume that they died or even hope the that babysitter. they made it in
1: like why is she like we know she's a exchange student but why is she even there
0: i i honestly think she's just like a live nanny but i have no idea but like how long has she been student. working there when did you hear she was exchange student? I remember hearing that
1: at the beginning, where we first met her, she does mention that she was an exchange student or something like that. I do remember that.
0: Oh, I don't remember that at all. Or Maybe
1: later on when she was trying to get into the bunker, it was like, am I gonna be living given that I'm an exchange student? Oh, hmm. I don't I, remember, but I do no remember recollection
0: of that. But yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to hear her perspective, seeing as she has become this full time nanny. To just send his child and has to somehow keep him alive, yeah. despite the moon crashing the husband,
1: The new husband of Brian's wife, ex-wife. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I cared. I was starting to care a little bit about him. But then he died, and it's like, okay, then I guess he, he died. Honestly,
0: the moment that I met him, I was just like, ugh, of course, they're gonna bring in this daddy-issue sympathy card. It was
1: really complicated to like him, because he was yeah. being a really bad person to Brian...
0: Mm-hmm. But then he
1: was trying to be a good stepdad, which I don't which, know how that correlates.
0: Honestly, it does really in real life, but I didn't have enough time to really feel invested in the fact that Brian's son and him were going to get close to each other. I just feel like suddenly he's dead and it's just like, oh, OK, well, sucks for you. Yeah. Like the emotional pull that they really tried to have with that particular storyline, I don't think surpassed the main storyline at all which is why again I say miniseries would have been much better because was I think it was trying to do way too much mm-hmm. and have many different storylines that just did not go through but anyways 8.5 out of 5 is my rating I overall enjoyed it I probably would see it again maybe to learn something new yeah
1: I think I will see it again I wouldn't say it's my top 5 not even close <laughs> which is a lot to say because yeah. again my top 1 is Pen's Labyrinth but my top 2nd is Mortal Kombat which is a bad movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least you can admit it's a bad movie. Um, yeah. But that... That's that's pretty much it. Please go out and watch it. I mean... Yeah. if This is the type of movie that I feel like you just need to see for yourself. If you don't already like sci-fi, well, I don't know what to say. But if you're open to sci-fi mm-hmm. and the craziness of it... Yeah, or World Destruction even. Or if you're just going for Patrick Wilson or Halle Berry, because honestly, I don't blame they, you. They're they great. They cult. Um... Yeah, go watch it. Go see it for yourself. See see what you think. I'd be curious to see what you guys think.
1: Alright, and that will conclude our first our very first movie review and our comeback to short episodes. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> so I hope you guys liked it, and I hope you come back next week for another either movie or play review. And we enjoy being back and we enjoy having you back.
0: Thanks for listening, you guys. Bye.
1: And cut. cut. That's <laughs> the